Hello beautiful human! In the last episode about the five love languages, I was talking about daring to ask and daring to express what we want. And this is something that I would like to speak further on and a little deeper on because it's not always that easy to express ourselves, especially if we have done it in our past and perhaps gotten hurt or if we have never really practiced that in our life. Some of us has grown up and we just haven't experienced that in our, in our household. We didn't grow up with expressing our needs. You know, some of us have never gotten the question in our whole childhood, how do you feel? And that could be a very sensitive thing growing up in a hard or more so. And, and I don't want to judge, I don't want to put words on it, but sometimes we just have to do it to kind of express the feeling, right? So I would say an unconscious or, yeah, a more unaware environment where emotional intelligence might not have been the the very first thing on the list. So how can we break the pattern? Well, the first thing is to be aware ourselves. What do I feel and what would I like to express? Perhaps even knowing why this is important for us. Because the more we can get to know ourselves, the more responsible we can be for our own lives, the more, I believe, the more harmony we can create in our lives if we want to create harmony in our lives. That's not always the case. (laughs) So, yeah, it is a very powerful thing to actually get to know yourself and to express it and to know that you are worthy. Your voice and your truth is just as important as anyone else's. Just as important. You have just the exact same space and playing field, really, to express yourself as much as you want if you wish to. All right? So how can we actually do it and how can it look like? So I'm just going to give an example. You know what you feel, you know what you would like to express, and then the first step I always find is really helpful is to ask the other person that you wish to speak to. This could be your partner, boss, friend, colleague, family member, the person you wish to speak to. So the first thing that we can do is to go ahead and ask if they have time or space to talk. Now, perhaps what you want to say is just a few short seconds, um, and that's okay. So maybe you don't have to sit down and have a full-length conversation, depending on what it is that you want to express, right? So you ask if they have time and space to hear you because if we just start to talk if we just start to share what we want sometimes it could be 
a loaded thing, right? For the other person. So it's important that they are aware that, okay, this is of importance. And then when expressing, it's always very helpful to be grounded. You are in your body, you you kind of know what you want to say, and you are not annoyed, you're not um, frustrated, you're not angry, but you are in a in a calm and grounded manner. Another step to be mindful of is to keep it non-violent. So we are respectful in the way that we are expressing this. Meaning that I don't point the finger at you. I don't say, you did this. You didn't bring in the garbage. You, you know, but instead we're moving the whole thing back to ourselves. Meaning that we become responsible for ourselves and we become responsible for our own emotions. So let's make an example. Um, Let's say that your husband did not take out the garbage. All right. This is something I have witnessed in real life, actually walking down the street. So it's a good everyday example, I find. The wife, I'm just making an example. It could be the other way around. It could be the husband that is becoming upset because the wife didn't take out the garbage. The wife is really upset that the husband didn't take out the garbage. And now this has been happening for a very, very long time. This has been happening for many years and she's been doing it and she's really, really fed up. And she feels that she needs to speak her truth. She needs to express this. Okay? So when having this conversation with her husband, non-violent communication would not be you didn't take out this garbage. You, you said you would, but you didn't. And it makes me really upset. You know, this is, this is the very opposite. So you, you bring the responsibility back to yourself. Okay. So you first, like I mentioned before, you become aware of what you feel and you are aware of what you would like to say. And you also express this in a grounded and respectful manner. So let's say that the conversation could go like this. I would like to share something that I find is becoming more and more important to me. For some time now, I have felt a bit angry when I think about the garbage. It feels like I am taking out the garbage many of the times. It feels like I am taking out the garbage a lot and it upsets me. I want to bring this up because I don't want to walk around carrying that upset and anger. And so I wonder if we could together do something about this. Okay, so do you hear in this example, you can tell that she is not pointing the finger at the husband, but she is expressing her truth without blaming him or telling him 
what he is not doing. In this sentence, he simply, in a way, is not even mentioned because this is her feeling regardless of what he is or he is not doing. So she is owning her own feelings, her own truth, and she expresses it. She's being responsible for, for herself. And I see this quite often with my own clients and just in the everyday, how so many conversations and discussions could end so differently with people taking responsibility for their own emotions and expressions. And again, this might not always be the easiest, especially if we have... Um, when we grew up, we did express our needs and we were met with conflict or we were shamed for not having the same opinion as our parents. This could be a really, really scary thing. It's not always that easy. So where do we start and what do we do then? Again, it's to become aware. I am aware that I would like to express this as an example but I feel fear in doing so. Okay, and then we go into the fear. What is this fear about? And I, I believe that it's always so helpful to look at something always from a mind, body and soul perspective. So let's say we grew up in an environment that wasn't safe to express ourselves or in an environment where this just didn't exist. The awareness around that alone is such a huge clue to what we can do with this information. Perhaps there are some patterns that we need to rewire. Perhaps we need to go back into our childhood and heal certain parts of ourselves. I believe that we're always whole. We come into this world whole. So it's not that we are broken, but there are parts that might need a little bit of strengthening or parts that might need to be allowed, that we need to allow ourselves to come up again, to shine again, however what words you want to express it in. There could be practice that we need to have practice. We need to practice in a safe space where we can practice with a friend or with a therapist and the communication around it. I would like to express this and then we actually practice and then we start building that up in ourselves again. We might need to reparent ourselves a little bit. We might listen to that little boy or little girl inside that was hurt, that didn't get to be hurt, that didn't get to express. And to, when that part comes up within ourselves, to be the parent and, and kind of hold our own hand and say, you know, this is okay. I, I will be with you. So you are kind of holding your own hand because you're holding yourself, right? And often something I, I say a lot is it also comes down to, to self-love. 
um, to to know that we are all worthy of sharing our truths, of sticking up for ourselves. No one else is above you. We are truly all, if you want to say, in God's eyes, in in universe's eyes, we are we are truly equal no matter how it may look like. So you have all the right, all the right to to express yourself. Then a question could be, what if I'm not able to be heard? What if I'm not safe to express? And sometimes we are in relationships or situations or we need to have hard conversations where there is a potential situation that the other person might not hear you. And I believe that here, first of all, the very reason that we express ourselves is because we simply need to express ourselves. We need to be there for ourselves. We need to kind of like release the pressure because if we don't express, we can easily build something up and eventually it will explode, right? So it's good to speak our truths. But if the other person is not able to hear you, there's a few things here. Then I would personally ask myself, is there anything in my expression here that is hard to hear? Is there any way that I can share this that the other person can hear it, kind of, with still being in integrity with myself? I would personally have a conversation with my partner about it. What is the crux of this is there something in our communication style that is not lining up and what can we do about that now if that space doesn't exist if that that space for communication doesn't exist in this way and the other person is just simply not interested or doesn't want to hear you i would question myself is this a situation that i would like to stay in Because I would love in my life to feel heard and have my voice valued as someone else's or as my partner's, you know, because that is my right. Maybe the situation isn't safe for me or for my well-being or for my heart. Also, when we express ourselves, we do it basically because we respect ourselves and because we speak up for ourselves and because our truth is valid and because we love ourselves and we have every right to. And that doesn't always mean that we need something back, that we expect something back from the other partner. And there is a time and a place where having your truth mirrored back to you is definitely a big plus and in that case 
before I even start sharing anything, I express my my thoughts around it or I express my needs around it. Like, hey, I would like to talk to you about something or I would like to express something. And I was wondering, this is important for me, how you would feel about mirroring back to me what I just, what, what I'm about to say. Or I would love to hear your thoughts around this or if you are open to a conversation around it, it would make me very happy. That there's also a conversation about, okay, well, if you want something back after expressing, also share that, communicate that. Sometimes the other person is just not simply able to hear you. And this is, this happens in life as well. And the more we become aware of, okay, this person is not able to hear me, I deserve to be in a, in a situation where I can express myself and be heard, the more of that will fall away, I find. And we will find other situations and new people in life that is able to actually hear you. So what I want to say with this, and it might sound a little hard maybe, is to not take it personally. Do not take it personally. Because we all come with our own baggages and luggages and things in our backpack and just the exact same thing that you are saying might be something triggering in, in the other person or they have never been able to talk and express themselves or listen in their childhood. And we're all doing the best we can with the tools we have and sometimes we don't have that many tools. So don't take it personally. Even though that might be a very hard thing, especially if it comes from someone that's really close to us, that we really love. I read this quote somewhere, and I don't know who it's from, but if someone knows who wrote it, please let me know. The quote is, we are only able to meet someone as deeply as we have met ourselves. And I find that very, very true in this, in this kind of situation. We might not be able to hear anyone, if we're not able to sit down and hear ourselves, to know what happens in ourselves. This reminds me of a really good book that I love. I think I recommend it to every person that I meet. <laughs> it's called It Didn't Start With You. I kind of just want to pull up a review here on my laptop. I'm not doing any commercial for this book I just find it so it can be life-changing truly um, basically it is about how how inherited family trauma shapes who we are and how to end the cycle um, it's really beautiful and it really shows how what your mom or dad or caregiver, doesn't matter if it's your biological parent or not, um, how it goes down in generations and 
and often they didn't know better they did the best with what they could even if it's a it's a traumatic thing and it has to do with um perhaps this is a little bit off topic but it's so relating as well i think you can listen to this book on youtube even i would highly highly recommend that i think i want to do a whole episode about this book maybe i'll do another episode about the nonviolent communication because i find that is so helpful in in everyday life and living I will start to round this up but there is another question here um, that I often see when it comes to this subject um, some people feel like expressing themselves would make them feel vulnerable or annoying and i would say yes you know some people might seem very annoying for expressing their truth but that that's our mirror other people are our mirrors if someone comes to me and continuously expressing their truth perhaps i need to look at something in myself if i get annoyed by it right i think it's a it's a gift and it's a powerful thing to expressing our truth and again everything in balance if if it's it depends on in what way it's done if it's this constant nagging in your ear about something i can see how that would be annoying right but then we express our truth we have a conversation about it right how can we move forward with this i feel the need to express this and this what can we do about the situation communication right and the part of being vulnerable like i know there's a lot of a lot of men out there and women of course um who feel like it's a vulnerable thing well it is a vulnerable thing we are sharing a part of our truth we are hopefully sharing it from our heart and that is a vulnerable thing and without vulnerability and not a lot of relationships can be deeply nourishing and loving you know of course we can have shallow relationships but it's when you are being vulnerable that the most beautiful intimacy can come out it's where you can meet in the depths and yes i am a hopeless no i wouldn't say hopeless romantic but i am i am a romantic so good for you if you are vulnerable i know so many women these days and all they wish is that they're men would be able to cry and really showing true emotions i think that that is called for in today's world and if we think that is vulnerable and if we are bothered by that perhaps that is something that we need to look at within ourselves then why why is that um potentially um weak or negative thing because in my world it's not but it's up to each and every one to have their own opinion and these are just some of mine so thank you so much for listening and 
I hope that this episode brought some sparkles to your everyday. Okay, lots of love. Oh, I almost forgot. If you have any questions and if there's anything that you're wondering about, please send them to me. It's so fun to read your thoughts and questions. If you wish to send me a message, you can find me on my website, nahili.com. You can also find me on Instagram at itsnahili. I will put my contact info in the description below. Okay, have a beautiful one.